Hello, Anders Holmes here with another episode of Anders Reviews, dot, dot, dot. Last episode, I reviewed Zack Snyder's Justice League, a.k.a. the Snyder Cut, the once, uh, the once mythical Snyder Cut. And this episode, I'm going to be talking about a film that is extremely different from that film. And the movie I'm going to be talking about is Last Tango in Paris, uh, directed by Bernardo Bertolucci and starring Maria Schneider and Marlon Brando. And most people who love films and are aficionados of cinema will be familiar with Marlon Brando and uh, know that he is, he was a fantastic actor. He gave tremendous performances, like really mesmerizing and captivating performances. Like, you know, he was great in On the Waterfront. He was great in The Streetcar Named Desire. He was great in The Godfather. He was great in Apocalypse Now. But he did have the reputation of being a very difficult person to work with very sort of problematic reputation and at one point during the 1970s before he was cast as uh, Don Vito Corleone in The Godfather he was considered unbankable but that changed when he was in the movie Francis Ford Coppola fought for him he starred in the film he was nominated for an Oscar he didn't go to the Oscars to uh, to uh, receive to get the to get the awards that whole moment is uh, infamous among the history of the Academy Awards I'm sure people know what I'm talking about. And um, yeah, he was a very... Uh, <laughs> at some point in his career, he just got very difficult to work with. Like on Apocalypse Now, Francis Ford Coppola was just shocked when he arrived to the set in the Philippines and he was overweight and hadn't read the script and he hadn't even read the source material, uh, Heart of Darkness, Joseph Conrad's book, Heart of Darkness, which was an inspiration for Apocalypse Now. And they basically had to shoot around his weight and hide his belly and his, you know, his, and hide his fatness, basically. But I think, you know, the way they shot him in darkness and shadows, I think that kind of helped and added a sense of, you know, it added a sense of, like, you know, mystery to the character, but also kind of showed what his psyche was like. And I thought that, I think that benefited the performance. So I think they worked really well. And most of the time, Marlon Brando was just improvising the hell out of that, out of that film and that role. So, um, but you know he still managed to do a good uh, do a good job with it. Um, but yeah, so uh, last time in Paris came out a year after The Godfather. It's um, he plays a character called Paul. Paul has recently uh, lost his wife uh, Rosa to suicide. He also runs a hotel in Paris, and uh, in the first scene of the film, he's standing in the middle of a street and he's overcome by the loud sound of a train and he shouts out "fucking god." And we really get a sense that he is a man in distress. And uh, he um, arrives at a flat or an apartment, as it is in America, to, uh, it's an apartment that, some, that he wants to rent. And it's also an apartment that a Parisian woman wants to rent as well, played by Maria Schneider. And what happens is they get into a very um, problematic love affair with one another. And Marlon Brando says to her i don't want to know anything about you i just want to have this place with you i don't want to know i don't want to know anything about you i don't want to know your name what you do or anything like that and she and you know vice versa with him she doesn't want him to ask any questions and uh yeah it's just a place this 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 apartment is just a place where they meet and have sex and um yeah that's basically the whole sort of plot of the movie and what transgresses throughout the film um a very problematic and very dangerous uh affair 
uh, with these two people, a very sort of psychologically damaging affair uh, between them both. There are some aspects of this movie that, you know, hold great artistic value, but at the same time, this is a very uneasy film to watch. It is a film that would be very hard to recommend to people. And also at the same time, this movie had a very uh, problematic production history and had a very uh, bad psychological and emotional toll on Marlon Brando and also Maria Schneider, but mostly Maria Schneider because um, what she went through through the, through the making of the movie was very bad and really affected her career and her herself in the years that followed once the film was made and released to uh, the public. There is nothing meaningful or personal being shared with these two people. It just turns into this dark and problematic relationship that just brings about psychological breakdowns and torment. The film itself would not be made today. In many ways, Paul is an extremely abusive and dangerous character. There are moments where we do empathize with him, but there are actions that Paul does that make us question our feelings of him. But still, Marlon Brando's performance is mesmerizing and it is one of his best performances. It's also one of the films where he's actually at his most vulnerable. It's actually where, you know, he really just broke down so many times and really made himself emotionally vulnerable. And, and he, he even said, like, like, after making this movie, I never wanted to do that to myself again. I never wanted to make myself feel emotionally vulnerable again. And even while making the movie, he even struggled to kind of figure out like what Bernardo Bertolucci wanted out of his out of this film and out of his performance. And he even like every time he went to ask him a question, it didn't really help. It was almost like Bernardo Bertolucci just had some ideas that just didn't really come across uh, to his performers. But still, like, I mean, I have to say, even though there are aspects of this movie which make you feel extremely uncomfortable, his performance, Marlon Brando's performance and also Maria Schneider's performance is really good and I think it is one of his best and he was nominated for an Oscar and yeah it's it's a it's a performance that he really just knocks out of the park and you can really feel the emotional toll that playing this character is having on him like Last Tango in Paris is a brutal and bleak story and more of a character study than anything else it, it is a strange film you are captivated by what you are viewing but I also feel like it would leave people unsure of what it is trying to do and what Bertolucci's intentions were. He developed the film from his own sexual fantasies. He said he once dreamed of seeing a beautiful, nameless woman on the street and having sex with her without ever knowing who she was. Make of that what you will. It is a very raw, dark, and it is a very raw and darkly sensual film that will leave those who view it feeling, feeling very uneasy. I personally felt dirty and uneasy after seeing the film. I'm not going to lie, there are, some there are some extremely uncomfortable moments in this film. Last Tango in Paris is one of those films where I feel like the reputation is much more interesting than the film itself. Like, like I mentioned, this movie really had a very hard you know, production history. And like I said, the actors had a very tough time trying to make the film, but no more, but no one had a more tough time than Maria Schneider did. And there was stuff that I found out about the film, like after, after I had seen it, that really made me think of the film in a very sort of different way. And also, you know, while I still feel like, yeah, it was a fine film in some regards, there are aspects of the film that I feel like people should be aware of when they see the film. And I, and I think it's really important that, that people do that.
The film, like I mentioned, really did have a psychological and emotional impact on everyone involved, particularly Maria Schneider, as I said. The, there is a rape scene in the film that was not in the original script, and this bothered and troubled her. In an interview in 2007, she said, I should have called my agent or had my lawyer come to the set because you can't force someone to do something that isn't in the script. But at the time, I didn't know that. Marlon said to me, Maria, don't worry, it's just a movie. But during the scene, even though what Marlon was doing wasn't real, I was crying real tears. I felt humili humiliated. And to be honest, I felt a little raped, both by Marlon and by Bertolucci. After the scene, Marlon didn't console me or apologize. Thankfully, there was just one take. She was basically just treated as a sex symbol after this movie. And... You know, it, 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 you know, once this film came out, people just viewed her as that. And, you know, she she wanted to be taken seriously. She wanted to be seen as a serious act, actor. You know, she walked off the set of the film Caligula, that really infamous movie Caligula, which is just, I haven't seen it, but it's just filled like wall to wall with sex. It's basically pornographic. It's basically a pornographic film. But she walked off that set like she said, I am an actress, not a prostitute. And she even said of Bertolucci once that he was a pimp and a gangster. So, yeah, she does not have a very good relationship with this movie. And um, the, the result of what she went through through making this movie... You know, she, she became a drug addict, she had numerous overdoses, and she even attempted suicide many times. So, yeah, she really went through, like, a lot of turmoil in her life after making this movie. And this was her first movie. I think she was, like, 19... Like, she was, like, between 19 and 21 when she was making this movie. Like, that's a really hard thing to go through, especially at that age, and having to, you know bear so much of yourself on the screen and then having people just seeing you as just an object and not as an actress that's that's something that's that, that, that I mean that is quite I mean I feel sorry I feel sorry for her and I'm I feel sorry that she went through that and I feel sorry that a lot of actresses go through that sort of stuff and you know there has to be you know we I think we all have to do better on to make people feel comfortable on sets even when making these these types of films like people just you know people have to feel safe maria later became a woman's rights advocate she fought for more female directors she wanted more respect from female actors on sets and for better representation of women in film and media in another interview in 2001 she said i'm still struggling for the image of women in film and i'm still working not as much as i would like to because for a woman in her late 40s it's hard to find work not only in france i had a chat with angelica houston last year we spoke about the same problem, you know. I don't know where it comes from, the writers, the producers, or the directors, but I think it's a pity even for the public. We get a response to see a mature woman in film. We see many, many macho men in film. An actress like Meryl Streep doesn't work as much as Bob De Niro. And I really think what she went through to becoming an advocate for women's rights and all the work that she did for, for, for women in film is great and very admirable and there, I mean, there is still a lot of work to be done in that field, you know, for women in movies and on sets. I think, you know, I think we all, there is still much work to be done. And I think that's something that, you know, it needs input from like everybody in the industry. I mean, Last Tango in Paris is a film that has a problematic reputation history, and it is a hard film to grapple. Like even Brando struggled with trying to figure out what his character was. Someone could interpret this as a male sexual fantasy, but a very dark one. 
originally it was going to revolve it was going to revolve around a passionate homosexual relationship i checked this out on imdb but those ideas were scrapped when an actor backed out ingmar bergman the director ingmar bergman had said the film could have made sense if it was about two homosexuals bertolucci has accepted that all criticisms of his films are valid it would have made for an interesting film had it gone in that route it suffers from repetition in periods where it meanders and you're not quite sure what is going on or what is going to happen. But there are moments of great artistic value. The cinematography by Vittorio Storaro is splendid. It elevates the tone and the mood of the film. It is bolstered by an emotionally powerful performance from Brando. He has said on the film, To this day, I can't say what Last Tango in Paris was about. It required me to do a lot of emotional arm wrestling with myself. And when it was finished, I decided I wasn't ever going to destroy myself emotionally to make a movie. That makes sense. And in some regards, I think he actually did keep to his word. Because I don't think he ever really made a movie like this ever again. So, he stuck to it. Like, when I think about... When I, when I'm in th- when I have been thinking about this film since I've seen it. And I do feel like it's a film that should be seen. Is it required viewing? Probably not, but I still think people should watch it and take into consideration a lot of the things that I've said. I think you really need to, and I think it just—you just need. I just think you need to know the context of what went on when making this movie, because I think you, I think it, it, you better understanding of what. I think you get a better understanding of Maria Schneider's performance. And I think you, I think she's, I mean, there's not a lot, there's moments in that movie where I feel like she's not doing any acting, like moments where I feel like she's saying, I don't want anything to do with this guy anymore. You really get a sense. Like I want, I don't want nothing to do with this film. I want out. It, you know, it's like, it's, she wants out of this very abusive relationship that Marlon Brando has put Marlon Brando's character, Paul has put her through. And Maria Schneider's character, uh, Jane or Jean, sorry if I'm saying her name wrong, you know, it's just, you really feel for her and you really want her to escape and get out of it. And like, there is no love or passion in this relationship. And, you know, there's a lot of scenes in this movie that would make this film uh, very uncomfortable and off-putting for some. And I understand that. I'm not trying to force people to watch this movie. If you really want to watch this movie, go right ahead. But still, I know I'm repeating myself. Just think about what I've said about this movie. And uh, yeah, that's basically all I have to say about the film so have you seen last tango in paris uh what did you think about it uh yes you can write to us uh in the comments section on youtube where this uh, episode will be published and also on as a bonus episode on the podcast on apple podcasts tune in spotify uh stitcher um you can also send us an email at homesmoviespodcast at gmail.com i'm also on twitter uh you can also follow our podcast page uh, uh, sorry our twitter page on uh yeah our twitter podcast page sorry i'm folding over my words uh it's at homes movies pod my twitter name is at fabricius 91 f-a-b-r-i-c-i-u-s-9-1 uh do check back for another episode of anders reviews it will these this will be ongoing this will be bonus episodes of the podcast who knows what i'll be talking about next hope you enjoy the episodes um i hope you uh do check out the rest of our page uh, do listen to uh, do check out and listen to a lot of uh, a lot of the, our episodes of our podcast uh, we've been doing uh, episodes on the James Bond films uh, we just released an episode on Goldfinger and we have from Rushwood Love and Dr. No on the way so do look forward to that thank you very much for watching and for listening I've been Anders Holmes have a good day stay safe wash your hands and get vaccinated
Thank you.